You're listening to the Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. This week on the Preppy Podcast, I'm interviewing Molly Shapiro of the Preppy Hostess. I've been Instagram friends with Molly for a few years now. She always shares the best recipes and beautiful tablescapes with a preppy twist, of course. Today, Molly talks about her journey from blogger to starting her own event planning company and some tips about parties and entertaining in between. I hope you enjoy. All right. I'm here with Molly from the Preppy Hostess. Um, So let's just start from the beginning, Molly. Tell me a little bit about where you grew up, um, what kind of kid you were, like were you having parties with your dolls growing up and creating recipes? Is that kind of where the inspiration started? Or just tell me a little bit about your childhood. Yeah. So I grew up in the New England area, um, right outside of Boston. And then I moved to Florida when I was in high school. And, um, you know, ever since I was a kid, I was always cooking with my mom and um, entertaining with my dolls. I would have tea parties. (laughs) And my favorite toy growing up was a um, one of those kitchens, like the toy kitchens. And I would have little parties. So it all started, you know, when I was pretty, pretty young. So I've been doing it for forever. And I my mom and I would always cook together. And um, I would help her do, she had a lot of parties at her house, so I would always help out with those too. That's really fun. So your, your family entertained a lot and they're big into cooking. So you kind of grew up around it. Yeah. So I had really no other choice, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Okay. And then, so where did you go to college? What did you study? Um, What was your first job? Was it related to kind of what you do today? Um, so I went to the University of Central Florida and I man- um, majored in event management. And so that okay. UCF is one of the top um, hospitality schools in the country, actually. And um, I did everything from events there. And then they did, you know, like hotel management and um, event, all sorts of events, like from concerts to weddings to know conventions um so it was a really good place to go to school because we're right in Orlando and it's right you know in the middle of the hospitality oh yeah (laughs) uh center so um but yeah so it was a great great place to you know go to school and everything but then I um my first job was actually at a hospital and I did the foundation events there okay so so what's that mean so I interned there first, and it's all of the events to raise money for the hospital. So they oh. would, they would be like golf tournaments or um, charity event, all sorts of different charity events to raise money for um, the hospital. And throughout college, I, I actually always my three internships were always at hospitals, um, and so it was a good place to start. Oh, interesting. Okay. So you got a lot of experience, it sounded like, through college. It sounded like they have a great program there. And then with your first job. Um, So how did that then eventually lead to the Preppy Hostess? 
so I worked um I worked there for about a year and I realized that I wanted to start my own um business but I was still pretty new at event planning so instead I started a blog um called the preppy hostess and I actually started an Instagram before I started the full blog and I started at the the summer I graduated from UCF um so I wasn't working you know I had the summer off and then I started my job in the fall Mm -hmm. and um so I started off as a blogger first, and then I later turned it into a event planning company. Oh, awesome. <clears throat> and then can you tell me, if someone has never heard of the Preppy Hostess, how would you describe your business and what you do to them? Um, so I, I have all sorts of things. So I, you know, I started off mostly with recipes and party tips, but it was pretty much like cooking and recipes. And then later we turned it into more of an event planning company so now we do um events all sorts of events and um but people can go onto the website if you know for looking for um recipes or party ideas or if they want you know like how how to tips and tricks to plan their own parties if they don't want to hire planner themselves okay so you're still blogging then on your site as well (laughs) yep and how often are you doing blogs then these days well I you know I try to do at least one or two a week I used to do it every day when I had more time (laughs) but it takes a lot of time between the pictures and that's the hardest part I think is taking all the pictures for it (laughs) of course and you need so many like props and all the details right it takes a little bit to compile them together um and then oh go ahead but I do you know I do try to keep it updated and then it's a lot um the in like just keeping up the Instagram page is a lot more it's easier to keep up with and there's still you know value on a lot of that stuff too so yeah um so you start you said you started with blogs and then now you're an event planning um company and services you offer. So what was kind of the inspiration behind that? Why did you evolve like that? Was that kind of I guess that was always the plan because you said you wanted to have your own event planning business. So can you yeah, tell us it, a little bit about that transition and journey? Right. Well, it was always the plan, I guess, but I never really thought it would actually happen. Um, so I, I was doing the blog and then probably, um, it was probably like two years, maybe a year or two into it. Um, I got approached by a local TV station and, um, I started sharing my tips and everything that I had on my blog on the news and everyone there was like, well, why don't you plan, you know, real parties? I was doing all these um, tips and everything, but I wasn't doing events for actual people. They were just sort of like photo shoots. And so I was like, right, I should do real parties. So (laughs) (laughs) that's sort of how it all began. Um, So I started doing the TV. And then once I started doing that, there's so much exposure on that, that I was able to build more of a business and not just a blog. That's awesome. So what sort of events are you doing today then with your company? Um, we do everything. So we do everything from birthday parties to charity events to even weddings. So whether it's, oh, wow. you know, 15 people to 200, um, we really, 
do it all. So that's awesome. And Molly got married. Not how how long ago was yeah, that? Yeah, a year somewhat ago. Somewhat recently. Okay, a year yeah. ago. So how was planning that? Did you plan that yourself? Did you work with a planner? That way it took some stress off of you or and do you have any tips yeah. for brides out there? So I did work with a planner. Um my venue actually required required um that you hire a planner, okay. <laughs> even if you are one yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um which is good. I think everyone, nobody should try to plan their wedding themselves, um, even if they totally know what they're doing. Um, just because that day you don't want to have the stress and of, you know, setting things up and worrying about like telling who, who to go where and everything. So I definitely recommend everyone um, get some type of planner, even if it's just day of planning. Yeah. Um, yep that's you know and just to just somebody like keep track of everything and it's always good to have a second opinion um even if you aren't you know think you're a pro it's always good to have a second um opinion and just to go over ideas with of course that that definitely helped so yeah I had I actually had two planners because the venue had one and then um I hired one and then I had myself. So I guess I had three. <laughs> oh my goodness. So all hands on deck then. It looked beautiful. So. Thank you. Yes, we were very prepared, I guess. all the After all the parties, I knew I wanted to be ready to go. So yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so who inspires you or what inspires you? Where do you go for inspiration or who do you look for or look oh, towards? Oh gosh. Well, you know, I, I mean, it's not necessarily just one person. I um. I would, I would, I would say I love following like Martha Stewart and Ina Garten just for their, Mm -hmm. I love their, um, just their like tips and their home, everything, like all their home and recipes and everything. But like, as far as parties, I actually draw most of my inspiration, not from like other people, I would say more like going places and, um, just honestly, like looking at pretty pictures on like Pinterest and things of places and um things like that I, I actually I think that's better than you know following another person because yeah. then if you're following them then chances are your work is going to be exactly like theirs exactly so. it makes you a little bit more creative and have to think outside the box then right so yeah no I I, I do a lot of um traveling and draw inspiration from weird things like you know it could be just like pretty napkins or Mm -hmm. flowers outside or even fashion so and then what's been some of your greatest challenges that you started your business and then what do you think your greatest success has been so far um so I you know when you first start out and you're building a business you don't you just sort of think it's gonna come well at least I did I sort of was like oh I'm like good at this it's gonna come really easy um and it in the beginning I I did have a lot of events very quickly and I have grown my business very quickly but there's all the other it's not just like setting up the parties and designing them it's all the other things that goes into it like the finances and the um that, that's I'm obviously creative so that the, the math any math related or 
banking or all that stuff that has not been uh not been my strong point (laughs) yeah I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs face that I mean unless you were a finance major of some sort you don't really learn that much about money and finances in school um, when it comes to owning your own business (laughs) and all of the you know the the licensing and all of the certifications and all of that so yeah I never really thought about that in the beginning I was just like oh I can do this um but I would I would honestly say I, I've always been like very shy and quiet and so oh. for me to like get up and go on tv and do these television segments that has been such an accomplishment for me because um never in a million years did I think I would be able to do that or <laughs> so <laughs> That's amazing. I think, you know, a lot of creatives are actually introverts too. They're like introvert extroverts. Um, That's kind of how I am as well as I, I like quiet and being at home and being with my own thoughts. But then, you know, when you have to turn it on, you can. I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs um, are. Yeah. And I I think too, you, you more so express yourself with like what you put out there. So like, whether it's like cooking or, you know, art or Mm-hmm. table set up or something um you know that's what I've been more towards so yeah and like with blogging I was able to hide behind the screen yeah you know? <laughs> which made it easier too because I was always just you know the behind the screen so mm-hmm. so then with the challenges you said um you know the finance aspect and the licenses and all of that how have you learned those things? Have you kind of learned them on the fly in a lot of Google or have you found a mentor that has kind of helped you with these sort of things and guided you with your questions? Um, yeah. How are you? De- well, it's definitely been on the fly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did have, um, I do meet with this um, TV coach and in the beginning too. And she, you know, she also gives me business advice and she said, um, you know, just say yes and figure it out later. And so yeah. that's sort of been my um, motto this entire time. And that's what I've been doing. And so far, so good. My first, you know, my first uh, wedding that I planned, I, I, you know, they're like, oh, have you done this before? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I had no idea. I mean, you did your own, so. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, I mean, I am not that I had no clue what I was doing, but yeah, I I never planned one before. So yep. yeah, I know I just really just been sort of um, figuring out as I go. And then now like online, there's so many great resources you can use. Um, you can figure anything out on YouTube. Uh, so that's been very helpful, especially like even just I manage my own website and everything oh wow that's good your website looks great for you (laughs) (laughs) and like I had no idea how to do that either um and I still I still wouldn't say I know how to do it but I you I learned everything on YouTube Uh so you know if you play around with it enough usually you'll You'll sort of figure it out (laughs) for sure um, and so you have quite the Instagram following. So do you have any tips for anyone listening on how you grew that and how they could possibly grow theirs um, when it yeah, comes to I your mean, Instagram? So, I mean, I started to, I, I guess it was six years ago. So, okay. I mean, it took me a very long time to grow. It wasn't like it happened overnight. And um, 
I mean, I, I don't, oh, I guess I don't overshare a lot on there, and I sort uh-huh. of just share, like, what I'm doing and, like, my authentic self. Like, I don't try to um, be someone else or do anything like that, and I think that's probably the best tip is people want to see, like, the real you. <laughs> yeah, you're not forcing anything or it's not fake. Yeah, and um, – but, yeah, other than that, I have no clue how to work it now. I think there's so many different <laughs> algorithms they have now. It seems like it's – I don't even – I don't know how – So you think it was the content then that really is what drew people? It wasn't like you did a lot of contests or you think the TV segments kind of yeah. had I mean, uptick in it? I've never really done contests or giveaways or anything like that. In the beginning, I used to do a couple giveaways, but now mm. I, I don't because I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they really gain gain their following that much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I mean the TV definitely helps. I um, I try to do a segment at least once a month. Well, it's more like one or two a month. Okay. Um, and I do them all over. Florida and the East Coast and I think that definitely um helps with your following of course because they have some such a large audience and so much larger than mine Mm -hmm. and you know they see me on there and I always say at the end you know you can find everything I just talked about here on my Instagram so so for someone who's interested in um you know, doing something similar like you do, or maybe just TV in general, what advice would you give on that? Are you pitching yourself to these um, segments or are they kind of finding you or is it the coach that you mentioned that you work with that's helping you out or, you know, kind of what advice do you have for people in that aspect? Yeah. So I, I mean, like I said earlier, um, they, they actually, they found me on Instagram and reached out to me on there um I never you know I never even considered going on yeah that's true you said you were shy yeah and I never I didn't even think that they had people like me on there um I don't know I just never never crossed my mind so I've actually never I mean I now it's totally different because I've done so many different segments that I now I work with them and sort of say like, okay, you know, April is coming up, let's do Easter, or I have a really good idea for a July pool party, whereas before they told me exactly what to, what they wanted um, me to do, but I did, but it's been three years now, I guess I've been doing TV, so I've sort of built up um, a relationship with them, but I think it's pretty, I, I don't know how you, I guess if you're interested in doing it, maybe reach out to um, the station, but I'm not really sure since I never, I never did. They always. Yeah. I mean, I would suggest, yeah, reaching out to the station or getting a publicist um, Mm -hmm. or kind of like a manager to do such for you as they normally have the contacts. Right. Yeah. See, I, I've always just sort of done everything myself. So I Mm -hmm. um, don't know how that would work, but. Yeah, or even you could, like, Instagram and social media is such a great tool. You can, I mean, I've um, been in touch with many of the anchors, and they're not, they obviously don't book talent, but they know the people that do. So if they yeah, are that's following a good point. you, um, 
it's a good way to like get your foot in the door because it's it's pretty difficult to you know if you don't have a PR person and you're doing everything yourself to just Mm -hmm. call them up and be like hey I want to come on (laughs) yeah no, that's great advice. Is to, like, get you know, follow these, <laughs> yeah, you follow these anchors, yeah. and then sort of befriend them, or at least become have them become familiar with you, um, mm-hmm. and then you could kind of get your foot in the door. Yeah. All right, and then so I have a few like more fun related questions. So, what does preppy mean to you, or who who would you say is a modern day prep? Um, Gosh, I knew you were gonna ask me this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, oh man, I don't know. So I've always gone to Nantucket and I've always, I've always been preppy. So I don't, all right. So I would say it really is like a lifestyle. Um, I mean, I grew up, I would think very preppy. I would always go to Nantucket, we would go to Nantucket every summer and it's just sort of, it was just always a way of life. Just the dressing, the everything. (laughs) Yeah. It's really a lifestyle. I think I don't know a, how to describe it. <laughs> no, I think I think it's a lifestyle, and it's it's almost like a feeling too. It's and some what has to do with locations as well. I mean, you could be preppy anywhere, but I think there's some places that are really iconic. Um, yes, actually, lifestyle. you're right. And then when I like when I moved to Florida, it was like a totally different um, kind of preppy. Like it's different than the like the southern preppy is different it's kind of, it's pretty different than like the new England. Oh, for preppy. sure. But I would say I'm definitely more of the new England preppy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where your roots are. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What is a favorite recipe? So I, my grandmother is a very good cook. So I have taken a lot of her recipes and sort of made them my own. And um, my favorite my favorite thing to make overall is her sugar cookies. So the recipe oh. is so old that it has lard. It calls for lard and buttermilk. <laughs> so no wonder they're so good, right? But <laughs> I've taken yeah. out the lard because yeah, I don't even think you can buy that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and I just use regular milk. But those are my favorite. And I make them every Christmas. And we decorate them. Um, I'm actually – I just ordered um, – the ingredients on uh the grocery delivery app and I'm gonna make um Easter bunny ones this week because we're stuck inside I was like I might as well make cookies right that's a good idea yeah so is that recipe on your website by any chance it is yes and I believe I have it titled like Hayes Farm Sugar Cookies okay Um, awesome but if it's not on yeah it's it's on there a couple times probably um and if you've been following me for a while, I've definitely seen all my cookie trays. Um, I do all the time. So that's always a favorite. And I love doing like boards, like cheese boards. That's not really cooking, but more like. But still, it's entertaining. Yeah. I like, I just like all the colors and they're always pretty. And I mean, cute. who doesn't love cheese and meats? So. <laughs> exactly. Right? That's awesome. <laughs> I could eat that um, instead of dinner every night. <laughs> Same. And those I feel like are so trendy and popular right now, and they're somewhat easy to do. Wouldn't you say that they're an easy thing for a hostess to do, someone that's not too familiar with cooking or baking? You know, it's really just a formula of filling things in and putting together. Yeah, you don't have to know how to – 
I mean, you, you can be the worst cook in the world and know how to make a cheese board. And I, um, I always love them because you can do them the night, you can make them pretty much the night before with yep. most of the ingredients. And then just the day of the party, you take off your plastic wrap and set it out and you're good to go, which is good because then you have more time to do everything else, like get ready, get your house ready. So you're not stuck in the kitchen, which is always That's good. That's perfect. Um, okay. What is your favorite holiday to celebrate? Um, I would say Christmas. I love all the decorations and just, uh, it, I don't know that it's like that warm and cozy feeling. So like when I moved to Florida, it was the worst because there was no, it was so different. There was no snow, no, you know, but, um, I've learned to accept the Florida Christmas, but <laughs> I, I, I love that. And I love, I do love Easter, just the, all the cute little bunny decorations and spring is so pretty and yeah and the colors I love the colors and the flowers yeah um okay what's a great hostess gift idea for someone so everyone thinks flowers are a great gift and they are if you bring them in a um like a a vase or something Yeah. yeah so they don't have to like you don't want to give a gift that they have to do something with so like Mm -hmm. And even wine isn't really considered a great gift because then sometimes the um, person having the party feels like they have to serve it or they don't know what to do with it. Yes. Um, So I always like to give like cocktail napkins are great, like linen cocktail napkins or um, even like soaps or just small food is always good too, like packaged candies or... Mm. um, you don't want to bring like a dish of food though, because then that's also awkward. Like that's like, you want them to serve it, but you know, yeah. like, like, <laughs> something they could enjoy later. Yeah. Like gourmet candies or like, I don't know. I've even given um, like biscuit mix and jam so they can have it like the next day. Um, but yeah, any, there's so many, uh, actually on my website, I have a whole list of <laughs> items, but I always, I always, love the linen cocktail napkin because it's something like you wouldn't buy yourself really yeah um, but it always makes a great little gift and are you still selling them I know you were selling them and I have some yes I, I am oh actually. great plug so you can buy them on the properties.com. Yeah. <laughs> yes and they actually are currently on sale so even better right yes <laughs> stock up this spring <laughs> awesome um, but yeah, that's always a fun gift. I don't know. I love flowers too, like I said, but you don't want to have them doing any extra work because they, yeah, so bring them think, in something. Yeah, like um, you know, it's always kind of a pain to have to arrange flowers when you have a bunch of people coming over. So you want for to keep sure. it easy for them. And then um, what tips would you have for entertaining during this quarantine that we're in? I know, obviously, you can't have other people come into your house, but maybe, you know, something at home for your immediate family, especially it seems like Easter, we're going to be, you know, stuck home for this. Or maybe some ideas around, I don't know, a, a Zoom call with friends. Do you have any suggestions around that? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be hard, I think, um, for for people especially like this spring with like Passover and Easter and like as we go into summer um 
I would I would say it's important to try to make it as special as you can. Um, you know, you whether you order, you can order your. I've I've seen um, ads for like restaurants where you can order your whole dinner and then pick it up, which that's always great because you're supporting these small businesses that are hurting um during this time but if you love cooking and you can you know order your groceries and make make you can make the same meal it's just you'll probably have less people but just make a smaller um you know meal and get Mm -hmm. you can still get flowers and you can still take out your decorations I would encourage everyone to take out even if it seems pointless it's not yeah (laughs) um it helps it helps your mood I am I'm eight months pregnant now so I am I have been under strict orders to stay in my house so I've been in my house for three weeks now and uh or no maybe it's what three three going on four maybe I don't know (laughs) you're like I can't keep track (laughs) but you know what I, I and you start to you start to feel down so I I got out all my Easter decorations and my husband was like, what are you doing? And it was like, I'm, decor- <laughs> I'm decorating. And it, it really helps, you know, it, it lightens the, the mood and you sort of can not forget about what's happening around us, but it sort of helps. No, for sure. It boosts spirits. Yeah. That's, I did the same thing. I pulled my decorations out and I'm like, I think we should have like a little mini Easter dinner, even though it's just, you know, Will and I, I think that it right. helps. And, um, it gives us something to look forward to, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it might not be the best Easter dinner you've ever had put together, yeah. <laughs> but if you do something, you know, it's better than nothing. I mean, like for me, it would be so depressing to just do nothing. Um, yeah. So yeah, yesterday I actually like planned my menu and now, um, so I'm, I, I actually can't even go to the grocery store. So I, okay. <laughs> so you're sending under your husband then? Such, yeah, well, he's he. We don't. We can't even really send him either because if he uh, gets sick, then we have to worry about me getting that's sick. That's so, true. So we, we, I made the menu and I ordered the groceries like already, and then I just set the day for them to be delivered. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are ways. There are ways. So definitely, and you can always zoom your family in too. Yeah, so. that's a great idea. Um, so what's next for the preppy hostess? What do you have coming up or future plans or goals? Yeah, well, I definitely want to keep um, doing everything we've been doing. Um, the Our team has grown. There's now um, three of us. So wow. we, yeah, so as our events get larger, we need more people. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely want to keep planning events all over. I do Florida and Nantucket. Uh, okay as of now and just keep doing tv and hopefully we get over the this horrible virus soon so we can get out and like celebrate in person again because i you know we need it i think as humans we need to get out and that get interaction going. Yeah. For sure. yep all right and so then final question where can people find you so my website is thepreppyhostess.com And then um, on my Instagram, it's just at the preppy hostess. Awesome. Well, thank you, Molly. Thank you for having me.
Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast and follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. Thank you.